The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with Kristen Balboni, the lead studio host and sideline reporter for Stadium, the sports network out of Chicago that you can stream, watch on your TV, also on Facebook, which is how we met calling a college basketball game for Stadium on Facebook in Murfreesboro, Tennessee at Middle Tennessee State. WatchStadium.com is where you can learn more all about it. Kristen, since I'm sure you get the same thing like I do, students and broadcasters, young broadcasters, are always asking you for advice on breaking into the business. What's the question that they should be asking? Yeah, I, yeah, we definitely get those questions a lot. I think you could start with, if you're a young broadcaster in college or, or fresh out, you can start with what can set me apart from everyone else. Maybe you haven't discovered that thing yet, but I think it's definitely valuable in this saturated landscape and it's only going to become more so. There's it's harder to get noticed. You know, there aren't the traditional news readers anymore. The the way of the sports center anchor, you know, where you're reading a teleprompter most of the time is is virtually non-existent anymore. And so it's it's harder to get noticed, but also there are more avenues and there are more potential jobs and things that people need, whether, you know, whether you're a, a college kid who has good relationships with the team that, you know, you cover in school, someone probably needs an insider for that team or whether you produce, you know, or have produced in the past, like the both of us or you can research or you write in addition to being on the air, you, you know, call play by play and you could do studio. I think that there are so many different avenues, but I think developing that thing, identifying and developing that thing that's going to set you apart uh, is, is pretty key. And I think that's where I would start. Yeah. And I think it's significant that there is no one path, one direct path to any job in this business. Do you find that the students that you're speaking to or young broadcasters feel like they're lost or you feel like they're overconfident? Oh, that's a good question. I would say, I mean, they, they, they vary of course, from student to student, I would say lost almost 75% Hmm. of the time. I think a lot of them have confidence and I went through this too. I don't know if you did. A lot of them have confidence in, in their experience or, you know, they've gotten great internships or they're doing stuff at their student paper or on their student, you know, channel, whatever it may be. And they've had a lot of different experience, whether it's unpaid internships or like I said, the, the different things that they could do at school, but they don't know where to start and how to break in and who to talk to. And is it about someone, you know, or do you blind submit a resume? Do I need an agent? Uh, what what is this going to look like in five to ten years? I mean, questions that we all still ask ourselves. Sure. You know, yeah. I think I think that they're confident in their skills for the most part, and knowing that this is what I do. But it's very overwhelming to say, okay, so so what's the first step? How do I break right. in? Right, because so many jobs, and and not just in sports, say one to two years experience. Okay, yeah. Well, well, how do I how do I get that one to two years experience? And then what you've done in college doesn't count, although it's, sometimes it should. Do you ever tell them about mistakes that you made? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll tell them about anyone. I'll tell you know anyone anything that asks. I think 
I've certainly had mistakes. I think one of the biggest mistakes that I share with people is not being my own advocate. Um, I am not someone who puts myself out there or says, Hey, look at this, this thing that I did. And you have to have that in the broadcasting industry. And it's so weird, right? I yeah. mean, and some people have it and are very comfortable with saying, Hey, I did this great thing. Look at me and not in a boastful way at all. They're just you know proud of what they do. That is not my nature. And it was, and people will always say to you, and I think this is great for young broadcasters to remember. If you meet someone, they'll say, Oh, send me, send me your stuff. If you, whatever you're proud of, send it to me. And then I would always go, oh, okay, you know, uh, I don't know if this is good enough. And you have to do it. Yeah. You have to do it. And and even more so than that, you have to take the initiative. And whether it's cold emailing people with your reel or, um, you know, sending them links to every single thing that you're proud of or just, I mean, just advocating for yourself. Because what I realized early on, I, my first job was at ESPN. I was on Mike and Mike. I thought, you know, I'll just do good work. Um, and people will see it and they'll just happen upon it. And the reality is you are not, especially if you're just starting out, people are not just going to happen upon it. And even if they do, you want them to see the best stuff. And so the reality is you should have a good reel, uh, that you watch and that you edit and that you are just so proud of that you want to send out to everyone. And you have to advocate yourself at, for advocate for yourself, excuse me, at every single turn, because that's the only way people are going to find out about everything that you're capable of. How would you recommend then getting that reel if you go the production route? I get asked that question a lot. Yeah, I, and I think the production route is very, very viable. I think some people should try it. You know, it's it's worked out for for me and for you. I think that that's. I think the best thing that you can do is to try to if maybe if people will stay behind. So you you have a long shoot and you're a PA uh, say, Hey guys, can we leave the camera on for another five minutes? And can I try some stuff? And so you've got a nice backdrop setting, or maybe you're out on a field shoot or whatever it is. Try to talk to the people who are your friends there that might give you a little extra camera time. I think that that is a great way to do it. I think another way to do it is the fact that we all have phones with cameras on them. So, you know, it may not be perfect, but maybe you're shooting something on, on your own Canon or on your iPhone and you're putting out work on YouTube. I, I think there are so many different avenues now, but I think whatever you can do to get that camera experience, you gotta do it. And if it's good, the quality or whether it was live or not really doesn't matter if you're getting those reps. So, you know, I think there are also other ways that if you're working in production, but again, you find the thing that differentiates you. So maybe you're writing on the side and someone asks you to come on their podcast or their uh, video series or whatever it is about the thing that you're writing on. I, or, you know, the station that you're working for needs you to to fill in the blanks on some things. I think whatever it is, again, just advocating for yourself, not being afraid. The biggest thing, and this is another mistake I made that goes along with advocating for yourself, is being too scared to ask someone to, mm -hmm. to help you out. Because it's awkward, right? You say, I'm in production, but I really want to be on air. Can I? It's awkward. But you have to do it because we can't just sit around and hope that those things happen for us. You have to go out and ask people to help. That's and, how you yeah, get better. You, you can't live with what ifs. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just say, well, maybe tomorrow someone will notice that I'm, you know, a budding, a budding studio host. I've tried and that's not, that's, it did not work for me to do that. So. Kristen, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me.
Kristen's right, not just in the television business. If you want something, you've got to be proactive. You don't have to land the flashiest internship, and don't worry about the kid next to you in college bragging about his summer. Say yes to everything, and then figure out the rest later. Take ownership over everything you do and prove that you're reliable, whether it's a lunch order for your department or writing down a phone message. Make a good impression. Common sense goes a long way. We'd both be happy to continue this conversation, so let's do that on Twitter and Facebook at Kristen Balboni. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-B-A-L-B-O-N-I. And I'm at Noah Kozlov, C-O-S-L-O-V. You can also follow Kristen on Instagram, same handle, at Kristen Balboni. And me at Wawa Run. It's a Philly thing. And remember to go to WatchStadium.com to find Kristen everywhere. And then hopefully come college football and college basketball season, you'll find us together. Finally, humor me. I know there are thousands more of you listening than have rated and reviewed the podcast on iTunes. I've seen the numbers. So next time you take out your phone on the elevator or when you get out of the car, do it. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit VocalNow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.